And this has officially became a McLaren podcast, in case you haters who thought it was going to be all about Lewis, surprise, surprise. It's all about McLaren. (laughs) Plot twist. But honestly, like, I, we have big plans for Oscar because... Welcome to Beyond the Formula, a podcast for the hottest people in the world. My name is Kimmy. And I'm Casey, and we're coming to you from the USA and... Australia. Very hot and humid over here at the moment. What about you guys? It is hot and humid here in Miami because I am visiting Miami for, I don't know, to get out of LA. You know, you got to get out of LA sometimes. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, I've never been to LA, but it's the Sydney of the USA, I believe. So I feel like we're both from the same place. Yeah, um, I've never been to Sydney, so maybe it's time. We'll have maybe, to trade. Maybe we'll this trade is the places. year. Yeah, we can trade places. Yes. But before we get into all of that, we should probably say welcome to our podcast guests <laughs> or like to our podcast <laughs> listeners. It's our first episode. Yes. How exciting! I know. I yeah. I must admit, I was super excited when I found out you wanted to do this podcast with me because. I love your TikTok videos and you you inspire me like every day and I'm like I need to make more content. So I make so me cry thankful. at the start of our <laughs> podcast episode. You can't do that to me. No, seriously, you're the best content creator, male or female, because it doesn't really matter. You kick ass I guess I can say that that's our podcast yeah but see I have the same opinion about you and you have taught me so much and I've learned so many things from you so I'm I feel super lucky to be embarking on this journey with you and I'm yeah I'm just really excited because I love you and (laughs) this is going to be so much (laughs) and the craziest thing I have to say is this whole journey is that we've never actually met in person and we didn't even really speak to each other we just knew each other's personality through watching our videos which is like a whole new friends we love it yeah yeah (laughs) but yeah no I was gonna say that I literally we don't we didn't speak to each other but it was I felt fed up one day and I was just like this girl is so cool let me ask her for some (laughs) advice and then it all just kind of snowballed from there right (laughs) Exactly. I think you reached out to me in Austin and messaged something. And I was like, oh, my God, this is my favorite content creator. <laughs> this is amazing, which is so crazy. And then I saw that you went to Abu Dhabi and I was like, hey, girl, do you have paddock tickets? Do you have access? And she said, sorted no. me out. She she helped a sister out. I would still be your regular, regular race goer if it wasn't for Casey. So thank you. (laughs) Because that's what it's all about, guys. Like, hands down, like, I am here to cultivate, like, friendships and community and not mean girl attitudes and stuff like that. We don't believe in gatekeeping. That's not what we're about. No, no, no. No. No, and I'd have to say, like, I have messaged a few people, and it was kind of, like, frosty, and it made my, like, heart kind of break, because yeah. As it women would. must stick together. Absolutely. So, when we started chatting, I was like, oh, she's just as friendly, and her personality on TikTok is exactly who she is. I was like, um, I'm glad you enjoyed the paddock experience, but we're going to make a podcast together. <laughs> and I was like, okay. 
Yeah. But that's just the thing, right? Like I am in a constant state of unhinged. It never stops. So what you see with me on the internet is legitimately what you're going to get in real life. So prepare yourself. It's gold. (laughs) And I love it because we have the same birth date, which we didn't know until after creating, well, not creating it, but like brainstorming and putting everything together. And then um, as we're doing this, because so you guys know we already recorded a guest episode and we have an amazing guest that's coming up on episode two um you are bringing out the unhinged in me from yesteryears which i absolutely love because i've like kind of tuned it in and it's it's let it out my friends are like yes and even my friends are like oh this is the old casey and i was like you notice (laughs) Oh, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I love to hear it. I think that everybody should just be fun because that's what it is, right? Like sometimes you just get labeled as being like crazy, but I'm not crazy. I'm just fun. Exactly. And that's why we know that our personalities are going to mesh so well with this podcast because how on earth do you find an internet friend that is exactly you, right? Same birthday, right. in love with the same man, Mr. Lewis Ham- Hamilton, Lewis if Hamilton. you're watching this. You can call and, us. Yes, and we're girls' girls, so if I, if Lewis doesn't end up with me, like, I hope he ends up with you. Exactly. I want to go to that wedding. Vice versa. I, I would like to see it. As long as one of us ends up with him, that's all that matters, right? <laughs> oh. Hands down, hands down. Like, manifesting... <laughs> love love that and lewis is all about manifesting and so are we so i know we just we're on the same wavelength here and we love it yes lewis we're on the same wavelength yeah <laughs> but yeah how is your so how's your off season going because you know in the usa like there's been some big news happening with a certain team principal getting kicked yeah well i will say i was shocked about mr gunther getting kicked out but i'm not surprised because he's been there since the beginning but he is the personality but i don't think they need personality they need performance yeah wrong piece i absolutely Um, agree with you Dan. So that to me was a big shocker for the off season, but I love it. I love it. I love it. I know. Same. That was probably my biggest piece of like, that was like my most surprising thing that happened. Cause I mean, we all knew the Charlotte Claire contract extension was coming. The Lando contract contract extension was coming. Everybody knew it just was a matter of Mm -hmm. when, but with the Gunther case, like I, I woke up to go to the gym and then I was like, hold on. Hold on a second, because I don't know if you're part of it, but the Instagram group for F1, like, they send all the updates as they happen. Oh, I'm not in this. I it's, just follow on X. It's literally the the Formula One account, and they send all these oh, live updates. Oh, it's oh, super yeah, good yeah, for, like, yeah. keeping on track. Because yeah. in Australia, we don't get things at the same time as everybody else. So that is a godsend to me. And I saw that in the morning, and I was like, well, hold on a second. I was shocked, but also, I don't know if you saw my video, I was like, I'm not surprised. I think so many people call Daniel Ricciardo a PR merchant, but I think maybe somebody else could be labeled as one too. I don't think, I think that's a definite thing because what has Haas done? Literally what has Haas done? 
Couldn't they tell went you. From, they went from being like maybe a midfield team ish to being the new Williams, which I hate saying that because Williams is like one of my favorite teams. We love Williams. But like, but Williams isn't the Williams anymore. We're back to Haas being the last place team. So. Yeah, I think it was time sad. Time for an overhaul, I think. And I can't wait to see what happens with the new team principal. Because you've met him, right? Uh, yes, I met him in Miami last year. I was able to do like a grid walk and be able in the evenings when everybody's just like chilling. It was in between, I believe, Friday. It was definitely between Friday and Saturday because... Saturday and Sunday, everything shuts down early because qualifying's over. Yeah. And we had like a 15-minute talk. We were chit-chatting. Then he was saying how they were really looking forward to the upgrades because it was really going to be really good. He was praising uh, Hulkenberg for his qualifying. And that, I mean, I don't know if I should be telling people all this, but he was also saying that Hulkenberg realized that he needs to improve race day and he was really concentrating on that last year which is like good insight good to know that he understands and he's not um kind of in the cruise control where he's just like I'm here and I don't need to improve and you know since he was brought back so for me I was like oh this is good but then like the upgrades came and it was just like Oh no. Hello. Anybody home? Here. Because that's not yeah. <laughs> following Ferrari. Quit following Ferrari. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, they are the pipeline into Ferrari. So maybe they're like, you know, you know what I mean? But Nico, they have binoculars. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I know that you said, mm, perhaps I shouldn't be saying this, but just so you all know, this is what our podcast is going to be. Maybe a little bit of secret information sometimes that we really shouldn't say, but that's why or maybe we'll rent- just, yeah, we'll drop the tidbits a little later so we don't get in trouble. <laughs> Absolutely. Still talk to us. Exactly. Like last week, we're, we're like the drive to survive, but like better. We're dropping tidbits of information from last year that are actually real. <laughs> exactly. That are actually real. Oh my God. I... So one thing about me is that I've only watched maybe four episodes of Drive to Survive. Uh, I'm a new Formula One fan, but I'm not into Drive to Survive because I just, I can't do it. I can't do it. This is not why watch I love you. <laughs> I seriously, like my flatmate, that's how she got me into F1 by making me watch a couple of episodes of that and maybe some YouTube videos on the side. And then I made the this is going to sound horrible, mistake of reading Lauren Ash's Throttled. Um, oh. And I was like, what? What's happening in this book? Eye twitching. And then I was like, I need to I need to watch a race and see if it's actually like that because I was telling my flatmate, I was like, I can't get into another sport because I simply don't have the capacity to love another sport because I, when I become obsessed with sport, I am obsessed with it. And so she did rope me in a little bit. And, um, yeah, I tried to watch the rest of Drive to Survive on my own after that, but I couldn't do it. It's No. It wasn't for me. So I actually got into Formula One by dating a guy like 10 years ago. Very briefly. He wasn't a great guy. Obviously, I'm single. But he didn't like Lewis Hamilton. And I didn't know who Lewis Hamilton was. Outrage. But I grew up. I know. Um, I grew up karting and I grew up like stock cars and auto body shops. So I was around racing. I understood racing, but he had so much disdain for Lewis Hamilton. I was like, I need to know why you hate him. 
Yeah. Because how, how do you hate someone who is at that time in the up part of his career, right? He was, he was like in the midst of everything. How do you hate him so much? And then I started doing research and learning about him. I was like, how do you hate him so much? He's literally Beat a odds. walking beam Beat. of positivity, you know? Like, I don't know how you could hate someone like that. All I have to say is shame it, is free. And right. perhaps. Uh, no. But it drove my passion to root for Lewis Hamilton. So I rooted for him. And then I eventually stopped talking to him. But I stepped. I kept following it like as a casual watcher, but um, during COVID, I watched Drive to Survive the first time, and then I kind of binge watched everything because like there was absolutely nothing to do. I was in LA oh, yeah. where it was extreme lockdown for like oh, yeah I don't know, a year and a half, and um, then I was like, no, I'm watching every race. I'm going to like root for Lewis. Like he's going to beat Michael and all these things. And then like here we are. Now look at us. (laughs) Now look at us. And it's so funny that we've both come from two very different paths of getting into Mm -hmm. F1, but we're still here. We're still getting along. Like, I don't understand the whole stigma around Drive to Survive fans because I think that, yeah, if it gets people into the sport, stunning. I mean, neither of us have to like it, but that doesn't mean people who do are wrong because I'm a firm believer in. It's like you, we said before, we're girls, girls, but we're also people, people. Like we're not inherently yes. mean or anything like that. Yes, you're a fan. Come here. I'll teach you, you know. I mean, right. if I was able to learn and develop into and know pretty much everything about the sport. Now, well, not everything. That's that's a ridiculous statement. I mean, but you know what I mean? And you are know a scientist. So much I think about it's possible. It. You are a scientist. No. You're, you have a big brain. You can learn it all. <laughs> I try my best, but that's the thing. Like when you really immerse yourself in something, you realize everything about it. And I feel, why can't we let new fans do that? I I really don't understand the stigma around people watching Drive to Survive. I agree. I feel like I think where the stigma mostly comes from is that their old fans are blaming the price hike on fans that aren't actual fans. Yeah. And I think like they're taking it out on just drive to survive people. Even in my comments, I still get, oh, drive to survive content creators. And I'm like, my comment is like, you obviously don't know who I am. And that's I just leave it as that. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I say you don't know or what is that famous saying? Don't you know who I am? Yeah, oh. I've said that a few times in my comments because I'm just like, and I love it's it. always, it's always a guy. Sorry, but it's always a man putting down and like a like, oh, you're a woman and you like drive to survive. And speaking of that, how about the comment that girls only like Formula One because the boys are pretty? But I it's can't like... see them with their helmet on. I can't see them on the racetrack with their helmet on from like halfway up the Marina Grandstand. Like, come on. It's ridiculous. But I they hate are that pretty. statement. I mean, yeah. But they are pretty. <laughs> They're pretty. I love them. I, lo- I love hot men. What am I going to do? Lie? Lie about it? No. Okay? Yes. I wouldn't be spending, I don't know, like 1500 well, Actually, it's a lot more than that now. Like $5,000 for a weekend to watch men in helmets. That exactly. Are really like, why am I flying all the way to Abu Dhabi to go watch a race? You know, I got to be pulled in a little bit. And yeah, Charlotte exactly. is pretty on the eyes. I'm not complaining about it, okay? 
but I love the sport at the same time. Like I love that high octane energy, the feeling that you get when you're at the racetrack, just being surrounded by all of it. It's a good feeling. And I, I wouldn't be waking up at like 1am on a Sunday so that I can watch a race when I start work at six o'clock in the morning. If I just thought I was doing it because guys are hot. Exactly. Exactly. You would watch the, um, the press conferences where they have their helmets off. Exactly. just be like, great. (laughs) This is all I need. Just them staring into each other's eyes. Thanks. So how long, how many times do we make this podcast? Like once a week? Well, I'm already having so much fun. So, (laughs) you know, I think if we're going to, we're speaking of races, right? So yeah, people have said that they want race recaps and they would really be enjoying that as part of our segment. So I think that, yeah. Once a week, maybe, maybe more if we have some special episodes. Yeah, I think that's good too, especially during the season, doing every race. And if you guys like our listeners, let us know, let us know if you want more. Also like drop in the comments, like what you guys want us to talk about. If there's anything like that you've been thinking about that maybe isn't highlighted so much, let us know because sometimes we miss some things or sometimes we say something and don't talk about it enough, but that's very rare. We're only human. So we're building this podcast for you guys. I mean, we're not just doing this so that everybody listens and is like, "Mm, I don't really like what they're talking. No, we want you to be listening and be like, yes, I love these girls so much because they're just hitting the spot. We want to make this podcast perfect for you guys. So drop a comment, DM us, I don't know, whatever you want. Just let us know what you want. Yeah. And if you love it, share it with people. Like, please, people that might like it, people that like might like formula one like pretty girls i don't know whatever our aim is to make everybody a formula one fan by the end of it i'm gonna be like oprah winfrey you're a formula one fan you're a formula one fan we're all formula one fans you know what i mean like that yes and we love to see it I love that idea. And if we make it big enough, then we're going to bring you guys in and we'll throw events at. How uh, exciting. I think in Australia and Miami, like, and use our connections because if you're a fan and we can help you guys out to have more access and to kind of have a little insight into like our lives as content creators, that's what we want. We want to give that to you and share it. So. No gatekeeping exactly. over here. So yes. everything yes. is on the table. And also, if you want to know tips, like DM us. We'll like DM you back. And like, if you need tips on like how to start doing things, and like Kimmy is killing it on TikTok. She's like growing so fast, and I am like watching You're her killing it on Instagram. Like we're both I'm like, yes, killing girl, it. Yes, <laughs> I love it, and I love to I see love it. it. I love to see women be successful in motorsport because that's that's what we need right now. I'd love to see everybody be successful. I'm wishing everybody the utmost success. So if you're starting yes. on your journey, boy, girl, whatever, message me, hit me up. Casey's also yeah. open to being messaged. I mean, that's how we became friends. Because exactly. I was like, uh, hello, please help me. <laughs> and, and I said, yes, yeah. definitely. Exactly. And There's I say so the many tip, people. Exactly. And I will say the one, the one tip that I gave Kim, 
blah, I can't talk today. Dave <laughs> Kimmy was that use TikTok as fun and entertainment and use Instagram as like your business. And because the people that make decisions are on Instagram and people that like admins and stuff are on in are on TikTok, but like Zach Brown and all the people that make the big decisions that will get you in the door are all on Instagram. So just keep that in mind when you're making your content and kind of cater it accordingly. So exactly. That's my little tip. And we also got some really good insight from our next guest who's going to be on episode yeah. two. Um, and they let us know that, you know, LinkedIn is also a really great feature to be using. Just every single social media that you can get yourself onto, do it because it's all about the networking and you won't find it all on TikTok. So no, yeah. Expand your But you will be stuck on TikTok forever looking at Kimmy's videos. (laughs) (laughs) You're gassing me up too much. I can't. My head is going to be the size of my room soon. Like when I wake up every morning, I'm like, what happened? And I go straight to your TikTok. (laughs) When people say that to now me, it's know. such an honor. It's such a freaking <laughs> honor when people say that to me because I'm just like, I love what I do. I mean, you've um, said it before, like I am, I'm an IVF scientist, right? So I love my job. I get to wake up and help people every single day. But I also want to be having fun on the side as well. And I've always wanted to get into the content creation space days my first love I've told you this before is cricket um but the niche for that globally isn't as big as Formula One so I have found even so many cricket fans through my Formula One niche you know so now I get to do something that I love every single day when I wake up and go to work and then I get to come home from work and connect with all these amazing people all over the world because I'm doing something else that I really love. And it's just, it's so special and it makes me happy every single day. No, but it makes me so happy because, well, it makes you happy, but it makes me happy because I wake up and I have like a little laugh or chuckle because a lot of times when you make your videos, it's what I'm thinking. It's literally what I'm thinking. And I'm just like, she's, she's just like in, in my living in all your heads. And I, yes. And I feel like that you are so relatable and you say what everybody is thinking. And that's why you're growing. Cause a lot of people, and it, to me too, when I started, I was very like scared to say cer- certain things or scared to just be me and you are you. And yeah, but I absolutely love it. And that's though, why like, I think everybody, when they first die is so scared to say what they really feel, but I found that people engage more with authentic content. And I'm not, like I said, I don't want to be, I don't want to have this mask on when I'm online creating content and then not be that very same person in life. So I just think, yeah, that's why even your content reaches so many people and so many people like I love her because you're also being real, you know, like your Instagram side, you treat it as a business, but you're a TikTok, you in your robe. I love her. Her (laughs) energy is unmatched, unrivaled. I need a robe deal. That's a restoration hardware robe. And I need them to send me a new one because I wear it so much that in a year, I'm like, okay, every Christmas restoration, please send me a robe and I will promote you. We'll put you a little logo on this. Exactly. <laughs> we'll love to see it. Soon we'll be doing the podcast just in sleepwear. Yes. <laughs> Don't ask any questions. <laughs> 
Uh, imaginations only. <laughs> so I, I want to jump into what I've been working on because you pump out content all the time and I haven't been pumping out as much content. And that is because I've been working on like a super special project, actually like a couple things that are in the works. And, um, I will, I can say now that I have spoken with the production company and they are on board to create a like documentary. Um, I'm going to be hosting about, uh, Lewis Hamilton's spirit and non-alcoholic spirit and with my friend uh antonio who is a the best mexican chef that i've ever like come across yeah. um he's from oh look i got excited um <laughs> he's working here in miami at catano if you guys haven't been it's a yeah. busy mexican restaurant but we're gonna create it like a five course tasty menu i think that's where we are a vegan tasty menu and just talk about the culture of formula one and our He's a huge Checo fan, obviously, and talk Love. about Ooh. Mexico. Got to bring out little Checo. Yeah. Somebody gave me this I as love a Kringle present. And I was like, you know what? Wrong driver, but I love it. But love yes, it. so he's right? obviously a big Checo fan. So yes. love to hear it. And um, so we're just working on putting this documentary together, hopefully get it out in the next couple months. And if you are in Miami and you are part of uh, photography or cinematography and you're interested in getting involved, like DM me, let me know. I want to work with local people here in Miami. Diversity, if you're a woman, please DM me. Even if you are at a student going to film school at UM or some other school, let me know because I want to bring in people who love formula one who understand what we're doing um and like just like meet create this incredible documentary and maybe get in front of lewis and i think it's it's such an amazing idea (laughs) and if you you guys haven't seen the preview yet well casey's posted like some snippets of on her tiktok of the meals and they look insane they look insanely good and just Oh, like it it was like a piece of art on the plate. And I was like, this is stunning. It's okay. So he's, he's just like me. I show up to Gatano and he's like, I'm working on a few things and he'll bring the plates out. And he's like, oh, I just put through this together tonight because I knew you were coming and I wanted you to taste it. And it's those beautiful dishes that I'm posting. And I'm like, he's, he's a genius. So he's planning, like his ultimate goal is to be a Michelin star chef. And we're manifesting he, that for he, him. He, 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 yeah, he's he's a hundred percent there. And um, so when I pitched him this idea, because I was like, the universe says this has to happen. Yeah. And he he was like, yes, let's do it. Let's do it. So um, we love that. I'll keep you guys. I'll keep you guys posted. It's I can't a lot wait. Of work. It's gonna work out. Um, it has to work out. There's just no other way. And and then I'm working like I have been working on like a TV show idea. Um, and that's why I started creating content actually, but I'll get into that later because I'm talking to a few people and everything is looking good. So I just love it so it's, much. It's, it's like, I'm making this content and we're making this podcast and I, you just DM me, DM me. Yes. I was going to say, make a video, make a video, look make at this a video. woman <laughs> and the, her big ass brain and how she's using all of this stuff. You don't want to get advice from her. Come on, use your brain. Please reach out. Because I think you were saying something about Haas too, right? If people are engineers. Yeah, or... so 
Mm-hmm. So I am uh, fingers crossed manifesting that and uh, we're going to put this out there. So then he can't back out, but he has said that he, that we have a Haas engineer. I won't mention his name, but he said, yeah, I'll do your podcast. <laughs> How exciting. <laughs> See you guys. Yeah. You want to be listening to us. You want to be where it's at. Yes. And if you want to be on our podcast and you are in Formula One, DM us. Exactly. We're friendly. We don't bite. <laughs> often. <laughs> that often? Or did yeah. you say often? <laughs> I said often. Yeah, that often. But yeah, yeah so, no, definitely yeah, reach yeah, out. True. Because, yeah. again, just hammering home that point. We're happy to help. Okay. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, I, yeah, that's what I've been working on. My brain is like, I'm writing like all these scripts and these, all these, I don't even know what they're called documents that I've never written. Cause I don't come from like the script writing and that type of yeah. world. So it's, it's a lot of overwhelming stuff, but the fact that I'm bringing formula one and like charity and documentary and all the stuff that I love because I pretty much only watch documentaries Mm -hmm. it's been pretty exciting and um yes you will be a part of a documentary at some point because this is going to work and we're going to continue and then we'll probably just turn this podcast into a traveling documentary and then you can part-time create babies don't tempt me with a good time (laughs) don't because you know I pack my bags and go right now but (laughs) No, I love, I can't wait. Your success. I'm so ready for it. Our success. Our success. Yes. Our success. Yes. Our success. <laughs> I'm, I've never been so excited to do something in my life, you know? And I know this is only our first episode and we sound like we're making all these big promises, but we will make it happen. It's all happening. And like we said, we've exactly. already had one amazing guest on the podcast. We're just saving exactly. it. And there's going to be so many more. And I just can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm so excited we're doing this. Every day I wake up and I'm just like, this is real life. Like, I was manifesting this years ago and it's happening. Now it's And here. I actually tried to talk to a friend. I was like, hey, would you be interested in doing a podcast with me about Formula One? And they were like, uh, maybe, I don't know. And I was like, yeah, you're not interested. And I tried to do it on my own and it was so boring. And I had to listen to my voice over just my voice. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to push it away. Even though people were like, you should probably keep doing that. I was like, it's not the right time. I don't feel that it's the right time. So like, obviously everything happens in the time, guys. The way the universe works. We love to hear it. But also... I was going to say, no, you go first, because I was going to switch to something completely different. Yeah, I was going to say, in the way the universe works, Charles Leclerc had the longest contract ever with Ferrari, and he just re-signed. And I think that's a good segue to talk about it, because you are a huge Charles fan. I so how am. do you feel? Yeah, how I... How do you feel he's staying at I Ferrari? Love, Obviously, we knew I mean, that, but... I think a lot of people have started speaking about, I don't know... I think they don't realize how much he loves Ferrari and how much Ferrari loves him back. And I think people just look at race day decisions and think, oh, my God, like, he's going to need a therapist. And my humble opinion, (laughs) he does need a therapist for all the trauma that he's been through. But I think that if he's like he's he loves it. He loves building with the team. He loves being there. I don't see him anywhere else. And so him re-signing with Ferrari, like I said, I knew it was coming. 
And I'm so happy about it because I know that they can do and be a great team for him. They just need to iron out whatever kinks are going on right now because he deserves a championship <laughs> with Ferrari. I know it's coming for him and it's going to happen. And I'm just so proud of him. And yeah. I, I feel like when I saw the news, I was like, yes, well, we would, it wouldn't have gone any other way. I just can't see him at any other team. Maybe Mercedes with Lewis because I'm a 60 and 44 mm -hmm. girly. But um, yeah. I think that the tension would be too high. I think I, I don't. Yeah, I just feel like he, he 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 doesn't belong anywhere else. Like that's his home. It would be weird seeing him in a different race suit and a different car. It would just oh, not. My brain would not process you know when you see something that's super strange you're just like my brain can't process this exactly. what's going on that's not right when you see it that's not yeah. right at all and i know we all bleed red but he bleeds ferrari red it's you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like he oh just the love that all <laughs> italian men have for him and i mean obviously the italian gals but yeah. everybody loves charlotte Leclerc. there's not one person yes. who hates charlotte Leclerc. That I, like, that I can I, think of. Right. Like, I am not, like, a Ferrari fan, but I am a Charles fan because I just want this kid to do good. I just he want this to work out for Exactly. Him. Like, like, if I could manifest like, anything for him, it would be the success that he deserves. That's, right. Because, I mean, last season was better, but what was it? 20, what year are we in? Jesus. 2022 was such a horrible season. Like you couldn't, you couldn't write a script that had really a storyline and people be like, oh yeah, that's believable. It, it, it was insane. Like, nah, it was nah. an insane year. <laughs> I feel so bad for him for so many things like crashing on the formation lap. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. How does somebody get that unlucky? Like when he was like, I am so unlucky. I was like, yeah, you are. I've never seen somebody so, have this much misfortune. So speaking of his misfortune, last year when he crashed in Ferrari, I mean, he crashed in Miami and he crashed during practice and qualifying, if I'm not mistaken. I was I in- I the top of my head. I, I know he crashed twice. I don't remember which practice session, but I was in that corner where he crashed the marina area. And he crashed during qualifying. The car came directly towards me and yeah. like spun around and hit the wall. And then he climbed out and everybody's like cheering, like yelling his name. And he just kept his head down and like got to the scooter and like got away so quickly. And I was like, oh, oh my God, poor soul. Yeah. You poor soul. Because he just, uh, and you can just see how dejected he is. It's the worst. Mm -hmm. I would love to have him on our podcast. I would so like uh, him and Lando, we could give them a therapy session each, you know, because Lando, yes. he's been having a hard time as well. Yeah, like, but he did sign that contract. Yeah. So he so, was oh, like a yes, McLaren exactly. lifer. McLaren lifer. Exactly. Both of them are the same. And I, I was saying like Helmut Marco is somewhere like just holding himself in a corner being like, when, when will it be my turn? I Honestly, know. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, when I saw it, I was like, Max is crying somewhere playing a video game. I wonder what the dynamic of like Max and Lando as teammates would be because Lando is so, we've spoken about this before, but he is just so, when he gets in his mind, he becomes like this negative person. And I just think Max would just not care. Whereas when I, Carlos was around and Carlos would really bring him up, like be like, 
come on, Lando, stop saying that stuff about yourself. Whereas Max would be like, that ain't, that's not my problem. Max would be like, (laughs) <laughs> like this is good for me he's <laughs> definitely not I'm definitely winning <laughs> yeah and then he'll be like remember that time that you said I'm not your best friend well now look I don't care <laughs> I think that's the exact dynamic that would happen there like because Max is there to win he's there to he's cut throat that young he, man. he doesn't care he doesn't, he doesn't care and I think that that comes from his dad like that's just ingrained oh, yeah. into the the Red Bull and thank you Red Bull for giving me lots of access in 2023. But that's ingrained in their culture, like they are cutthroat. And just like that second seat when you look at Albon, Gasly, now Checo, like they I don't, don't know if you care. Saw it the other day, but they posted this photo and it was Pierre Gasly, Alex Albon, and Daniel Kivat, and then Max Verstappen at the top. And it was like this photo that they'd taken at a national park, I think. And I was like, the audacity of them to post this, like nothing against Red Bull. They're obviously just a win-making machine. Um, Right. But I was like, the audacity to post this photo of like three people that you've like just axed with this guy up here. Like it's... I was like, I found it hilarious. Go and look at their Instagram, and I'm please, everybody to needs to go I, and I, look I, at that photo. I, I try not to look at their Instagram too much. I am, if I'm honest. Fair enough. It just brings back energy from, you know, 2021. I'm just like, uh, even I though you're giving me access, and I'm so universe. grateful, I'm just like... Argh. Yeah, I thank the universe every day. I was not around for 2020. I knew what happened, and I think that's what really drove me to get um, into Formula One because I spoke to my flatmate the next morning, and I was like, what is this? What just happened to my man? Because I had seen Lewis Hamilton at the Met Gala, and I was like, I think I'm obsessed with him. Um, Because, of number one, the way he was dressed, people make so much fun of that outfit, but I think it was stunning. And number two, for bringing black creators to the Met Gala, Stunning. Stunning. This is because no one else will give him the platform. He's doing what needs to be done. And then I was like, I think I love this man. And then Abu Dhabi 2021 happened. And I still see comments till this day being like, you guys need to get over it. I won't. And I wasn't even around. Never. So never, never. Like we, how do you get over something that was so wrong? Like that's like, like even even Lando and Christian and every commentator almost has had a slip up and said, Lewis is Lewis eight time world champion. Like how eight times, do you, I'm like, how, 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 if Christian can't get over the fact that he stole it, you know, it was stolen from him because he still clearly thinks that Lewis deserves it. Exactly. Um, but there's always a silver lining to everything because had Lewis won, he would have retired. I truly oh, believe my heart, he would have retired. That's 100%. why he has a Mauve. That's why he has Mission uh, 44. That's why he was doing the gala thing with all exactly. these creators. And I truly believe he was, that was about to be an incubator for his um, post F1 like, career. Right. And because that happened, I think that kind of probably took like a back seat. But also, we have F1 Academy now. And I don't exactly listen, I don't want to say Lewis makes everything happen and brings this to our life, but I don't think that we would have F1 Academy if Lewis wasn't still in Formula One. I genuinely don't. I think there might be something similar, 
but I don't think it would be at the level and there wouldn't Absolutely. be this push behind it. So and he's just such again, an advocate for it. And I love to see it when him and George were the only two people to go and see the F1 Academy drivers. I was like, you've got to be yes. kidding. You've got to be joking. And Coda, I was there. Yeah. I was, I got to watch them. And then I was actually trying to see where Lewis was. And then what I saw some social media, like, I know. And then he was like with the F1 Academy girls. And I was like, that's what I get for trying to hang out with the guys. I should have been hanging out with the girls. <laughs> Amen. Yes. Uh, he's, he's, yeah, he's wonderful. He's, that's why I fell in love with him. I can't wait to I meet mean, him one day. Beautiful. I know. He's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. He's a good driver. But his advocacy is what made me actually be like, Absolutely oh, we could be a couple, I think. <laughs> I just, I, I, that's, I love that about him because I just think that, you know, so many people like to talk about it, but he actually actions it. And yeah, uh, he's not a performative activist, even though people like to label mm -hmm. him as that, which I yeah. kind of think to myself, are you blind? Do you have eyes that see? Because performance, where? He's going out and doing it. So I don't know what, what they're on, but for myself, I can see the change that he's trying to make in the world and how he's trying to inspire people. And I love that about him. And I Absolutely. just think... There's not very That's many what... people like him. And, you know, when he called I... out Ferrari, being like, you seen anybody of color there? Because I haven't. And I was like. That is true. Facts. Facts. Charlotte yeah. is staring at me from behind me, being like, I can hear what you're saying about my team. But it needs to change. <laughs> yes. He has been such an advocate. And I am just waiting for the day that he steps out of formula one and sees what actually he does to, for the world because i've said that i made a video this years ago years ago last year you know <laughs> content world it seems like years ago um that at the end of the day when you know he passes 100 years from now it's going to be an f1 driver is going to be at the bottom it's going to list everything that he has done for communities around the world and he happened to be a formula one uh, like the best formula one driver in history because I just see it. I You see it. You're right. It's not performative. And when he steps away, it's going to be absolutely like, like full on, like some, he probably has so many ideas that he wants to create that he can't, that he's just like waiting for that moment to create it. Absolutely. So, okay. I know we talked a lot about Lewis Hamilton, but we're both Lewis Hamilton girls. Exactly. So There's going to be a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? No regrets. Oh, and right. I do it again. And again. And again. And again. Uh, but yeah. I want to know your thoughts on Carlos not signing the contract. Do you have any feelings about that? Oh, absolutely. I do. And I want to preface this by saying that I have nothing against Carlos signs. I know there's like a mad beef on the timeline about Carlos and Charles. And oh my God. Like sometimes when I log on to Twitter, I'm just like, do people realize that they're both X, human beings? X. Literally. Oh, it's yeah. X. X. Sorry. Sorry, Elon. I apologize. Um, but <laughs> I'm like, do people realize that they're both human beings? Because, you know, everybody has feelings. And I think we all need to remember that sometimes. Um, I was a, I still am a fangirl, but I was once a One Direction fangirl. So I know how 
intense it can get. And back in my day, I used to be a menace on the internet. So don't try and cancel me because I'm going to cancel myself first, right? Because I've said some things on the internet that I've regretted, but I've learned from it. And I've come out a brand new person, which is why when I see this happening now, I'm like, guys, you're going to regret saying all this stuff in a couple of years, right? So with Carlos, respect him, um, but I don't think Ferrari is the right place for him because, well, it's Charles Leclerc's team. It's Charles Leclerc's team. And Italy loves him. Ferrari loves him. I hate to put it any other way, but he is the golden boy. And I think that because of his dad's ties with Audi, maybe until 2026 he'll re-sign, but then he's hightailing it out of there to go drive for Audi. That's what I think is going to happen. And yeah. And his dad, his parents need to just maybe calm down a little bit. But his dad <laughs> saying that, you know, like, I've already spoken with Audi. And I'm like, should you be saying this? Should you be opening your mouth right now? Like, Listen, he's just as unhinged as us. And so yeah. I kind of appreciate it. But I always said that that Carlos needed to leave Ferrari. I was like, oh, absolutely. I, and and you, you might hate me saying this, but I think that Carlos is a better driver. I don't than hate you saying that at all because I Charles. do respect, I do respect um, Carlos as a driver um, wholeheartedly. But, you know, I... I feel like his race intelligence while the race is going on, his ability to process everything that's happening and make decisions is one of the best on the grid. Yeah. I would say it's probably up there with Alonzo is amazing at this. Obviously, Lewis is. I guess Max is, but he's always in the front, so I don't think he has to make too many decisions. But it's his his level of like intelligence to understand everything is incredible. But again, it is Ferrari. It is Charles, Charles is Ferrari, and he's never going to get the opportunity. Yep, to be the driver that he is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and like I said, I think he's great, but Ferrari's not the right place for him. No, and when Audi, when they announced Audi, I was like, Carlos needs to go to Audi. Yeah, obviously. So when his dad said he already talked to it, I'm like, talk to them. I'm like, I I was actually like, thank you for sharing that because it was stressing me out that. There wasn't talks going on. Exactly. But there was. And I don't know that either driver that, what is it called? Steak now? Uh, Steak Formula 1 team. I don't think either driver will be there. Like, I love Botas, but I'm not sure that he'll stay. And I don't think Joe will be there either. I think it's a perfect place for Carlos and maybe, like, a new, um, somebody that we isn't even on the top of our head right now. Yeah. I mean, it could be Pato. Because I like Pato. I, I really know. like Pato him too. Award. And I don't even, yeah. I don't watch Formula E. IndyCar? Yeah, IndyCar. Sorry. IndyCar. Yeah, I don't watch IndyCar. But even I'm like, okay, I like his vibe. You know what I mean? He's, like, he's hilarious. He he would be like outside of Formula One drivers. He would be the number one driver that I would want on here. Because he is so. Yeah, I reckon he matches our energy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. 100%. And he's a big foodie. Pato, if you're listening, hit us up. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I, I love that he could go to Audi. I just wonder what's going to happen with that. What is it? Like two years in between or a year and a half, two years? Yeah. What, year, one year in between, whatever it is. Um, And I don't know. Are they going to renew or are they just going to bring they someone will. else I in? I definitely think they will renew it. But for how long is the question? And I mean. I, 
I was going to say, why I mean, is it taking I, it so long? Here's my thought, and this is my hot take on the situation. I think Ferrari wants to sign him for longer than what he wants, what, you know, Carlos wants, because Carlos wants to go to Audi, and yeah. he's probably going to get a way better deal. And that's yeah. what's holding it up. That's that is a hot take. That is a, I haven't heard that one before, so. Yeah. But I see that's it. What I, I see it. That definitely makes a lot of sense because, I mean, obviously his dad is in motorsports as well. So, Mm -hmm. you know, he's getting all this insight from so many avenues. So I think, yeah, what's going to happen? And it's such a good opportunity for him to, like, take this team and just, like, go with it, you know? Absolutely. Nobody knows how good they're going to be. Exactly. They don't have history right now. That's what I'm worried about, that he's going to get a stinker of a car and then... I know be able to show the potential and everybody's gonna talk shit like they yeah. did Lewis. Exactly. Lewis lost his edge. Uh, <laughs> when they said that him going from McLaren to Mercedes was like going from Manchester United to West Ham. Well, West Ham ended up being Manchester City, so you know. And I don't know. Do, I have to. Do you watch? I don't. Ball? I have no idea what you're talking about. But I just assume that one team was really shit, and then they just turned it on the next year, and everybody was like, "Ha, fuck Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, champions. I mean, I'm a Manchester exactly. United fan, so I'm, I'm not talking smack about my team, but they are doing pretty garbage at the moment. So don't. If you're gonna Is, start to watch the English Premier League, don't. Go for Manchester United until we start winning again. Is that who? Is that who David Beckham? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. Netflix documentary. I love. I mean, (laughs) I was gonna say, did you watch the David and Victoria documentary? I love that. Uh, I'm a Spice Girl fan. That is my my icon. You know, you were. Yes. No, I loved the you Spice were a little Girls. baby. I had so much Spice Girls merch, actually. I had, like, these, you know, those, like, platform sandals, and they were, like, Spice yes. Girl ones, and I used to wear them all around the house, like me as, like, a four-year-old being like, Spice Girl. Can we get those? Uh, Mom and Dad, if you're watching, if you dig up any content, please drop it in my box. No, my DMs, don't expose not her. me. She won't share. Don't expose <laughs> me. No, I'm... I, I'm I have a problem and I don't care about posting really embarrassing photos of myself on the internet because I just think, well, we all have them. So what else? Well, I will say that I am so glad that my party days and partying here in Miami, because I lived in Miami all through my 20s, we didn't have social media until the end of those days. And then it was like facebook posts like oh my god do you remember the check-in yeah check-in at live check-in at uh i don't even know rock bar and yeah all these places it was just like a list if you go back it's just me checking in every place at night and it's just like oh wow and then like the digital camera selfies you know yeah bring it back i say I mean, they have brought back the digital cameras. Exactly. I see these They're young very... people out here with a digital camera. I'm like, what are you doing? We like, live trend for the cycling day. Is like, so this is hilarious. Everything. Literally. Trend cycling is just amazing. It's when you see it come back, you're like, wow. I can't it believe that. Because, because I'm reliving my high school days with the wide leg jeans and... Um, that's all me and the digital camera or like the Polaroid cameras are now. Oh my God. Yeah. People use Polaroid. I'm a big that... film camera girly. Yeah. I love it. I love 
that it makes me feel not so old. It's cool. No. And you're not old at all. You're not some senior <laughs> citizen rolling around on I mean, a trolley. But, 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 Lewis, I am like a little bit older than you, and I know you like older ladies. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Listen, listen, listen. We've spoken about this before. You know how you said that I love Charles Leclerc. I do. Yes. And one thing I really love about him is his competitive side. But Charles Leclerc, I'll have you know that I beat you at a race in 1997 because I came <laughs> out of the womb six months before you. So you don't win all races. And yeah, I would love to tell him that and see his reaction. Because he we wants to, to be a winner. He has to be a winner all the time. And that's one race <laughs> I've won against him. I will never win another, but at least I won one. I mean, his bad luck, you could probably win some races. Not not driving a Formula I don't know, 1 car. My neck, my I don't neck even know. isn't very strong. Like, I sleep wrong, and I'm like, oh, my God, for the next two weeks. So I don't know if I'll be able to handle that helmet on my head. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you could win other races. Maybe a bike race. How, how good are you at biking? Wait, I should ask. Cricket. Like a, like cricket. You could beat him at cricket. You could beat him at cricket. Who was it? Yeah. That was around when they were doing that at Silverstone and they were all trying to, like, they would get, they were, like, kind of playing a little bit of cricket. And I can't remember who was trying mm-hmm. to coach. I think it was Daniel Ricardo being like, yeah, Probably. you got to hit it like this. And, like, and then it went to his turn and he just flopped. <laughs> and I was like, Daniel, you're letting us down. <laughs> Maybe if you get some lessons from Oscar beforehand. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Maybe Oscar. Maybe. Maybe we should, like, actually, we kind of talked about that. I don't want to let anything out. We we talked about a little cricket on our special guest episode. So you have to tune in to hear about that. that To hear about our great ideas. So let's jump into, yes, let's jump into the most infamous team name. Oh my Since god! I, I know exactly what you're gonna say. <laughs> I know exactly what we're gonna talk about. Oh, I thought I thought steak was bad, which it's I so want to give them credit. I wanted to give them credit. They did have like this longer kick steak, blah 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 da, 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 that I didn't even understand. Yeah. So they changed it to just be steak, which uh, you know, I guess Whatever. I'll always be hungry for some meat. I'll always when I say them on the grill. your Formula One, just Joe and Bottas, like just. Two steaks really? and barbecue. I mean, I hope they cook oh my God. on the on oh my track. God. I hope that, you know, the car cooks this year. Steak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're cooking. Yeah. 2024, yeah. we're cooking. Exactly. That's their tagline. <laughs> that should be their tagline. Uh, we'll give you that one for free. Yeah. Steak. So, you Absolutely. know, if you use it. Absolutely. Just, just tag us, tag us. Yeah, please. exactly. Us. This is the new pod. We need all the marketing possible. Thanks. Exactly. But, yeah, no. Mm. I know what we're getting into next. V-carb. V-carb. Yes. V-carb, V-carb, V-carb. Who knows Like at this point? Visa, Cash App. I actually had to write it down. Visa, Cash App. Is it Red Bull no, or Racing I... Bulls? Nobody knows. Or an RB. Is it just RB? I don't know. That's the thing. Where's the clarification? Because we're all just assuming that it's Racing Bulls. Or Red Bull, but Red Bull? no one knows. They haven't told us. They're just like it's Visa Cash App RB. What? What does that mean? And and I think they they did it that way to create buzz. Yeah, absolutely. Even though they didn't need it because it's so bad that we it 
they really the, didn't need the, it. The the memes wrote themselves. Like exactly. you didn't have to do anything. And uh the the logo, thoughts on the logo? Yeah. Mm, it looks like a bank ad. That's what it looks yeah, like. I, f- I feel like if I put that into an AI generator, it would give me something almost exactly like that. And that's no shade to whoever created created oh, this. If it not. was a real if a real person created this, because I'm not putting it past Red Bull to use AI. I'm really not. I already doing that they like I mean, yeah. Um but it's just not a good I don't know that it could have looked good, but it's just not good. The I name, don't really like it. Yeah, I agree with you. V carb, V whatever Whatever, just Daniel Ricardo, Yuki Sonoda, I feel bad for you, my guys. Like, yeah. I want to know what their reactions were when they heard the new name. Like, if I know an Australian guy, then his reaction <laughs> would have been like pissing himself, laughing. Just yeah, like, I feel like I feel like Yuki would be like quiet about it and just be yeah. like, okay, and yeah, then it Daniel is what it is. Just made you've got to be Daniel would have made some ridiculous joke and yeah. i wish that they would have recorded their reaction him. yeah because it would have been amazing i don't think they would want to out themselves like that but i mean yeah. you know humor uh we gotta laugh I at mean, ourselves he's a funny guy exactly exactly that's just his that's just him we gotta love him for it yeah i feel like he's gonna make a lot of jokes this season about the name I think he's going to come up with his own nicknames and they're just going to evolve throughout the season. And we're just going to have like a evolution of him, like TikTok videos and Instagram reels of like him just making jokes about the whole team and the name. I can't wait. I feel one I'm ready. Yeah. Because if the car is as good as a Red Bull, then why not? Then no one's going to be laughing. We're going to be like, yeah, you know, I mean, we'll be laughing with them, not at them. Like we can't. Yes. And now I want to ask you just quickly, what was your feelings when you heard about Daniel Piastri? Oh my god. Alpine, Zach Brown. Just like a quick what was your first reaction? I was so sad. Like that's the only way to put it. Like I was just really sad for Daniel, you know? Um, and I was angry at Oscar and I, he, there was no reason for me to be angry at him, but I was just like, this all happened. Actually, no, I wasn't angry at Oscar. I just didn't like him. Um, I was angry at Zach Brown because I was like, what is happening here? And I speak about this in our next episode, but I love Oscar Piastri. So please don't take what I said. It's like, I did maybe not like him, but now I love him. And I just think that everything happens for a reason. And at the time, yeah, of course, I was super sad about Daniel and what happened to him because I just love him. And you hate to see the light leave somebody's eyes like that, but he's clearly happy now. So, yeah. What about you? What did you think of it? Silver lining, I was angry. I was angry. I was a Zach Brown fan that I wasn't a Zach Brown fan. But I also say I was one of the people that said Daniel would never come back to Formula One. He would just be like Red Bull's promo guy. But because of Nick DeVries, who I was like rooting for, failed miserably, everything just worked out. And there in the end, guys, is the silver lining. Like your direction isn't straightforward. It takes so many different directions. Absolutely. You just have to be grateful for the opportunities. And 
better things will come. Absolutely. So, and I know that we both disagree on this topic, but I think Daniel is coming for Checo's seat. Oopsie. I mean, it's possible. It's possible. It depends if on how he performs. possible at this point. Like you said, the script, yeah. the script is just no, so just insane. And they've thrown out everything because Checo shouldn't be there. Like, if Red Bull would have followed their script, Checo would have been gone. They just didn't have anybody to really replace him that they thought had potential. Yeah. And they also didn't need a second seat to win the Constructors' Championships last <laughs> year. I need Liam Lawson at Visa Cash at Racing Bulls and Daniel Ricciardo at Red Bull. That's what I need. I like that, but I feel like they just might throw Liam into, into the, the Red Bull seat. seat. Like, that's just going to... Because have they learned nothing. Because have they learned nothing? They don't learn. No, they haven't. They haven't. Look how good Alex is, and they've let him go. And now he's there. But it would not surprise me if they buy out Alex's contract and put him in the Red Bull again. That would not surprise me either but because Alex, Alex is still racing with Red Bull. I want to see Alex in the Ferrari seat. I don't think my brain can compute Alex in a Ferrari. Right? But that's a great would, idea, but yeah. like, I've, I've never processed. My brain has not processed that. Yeah, I that, think... I'm going to have to think on that one. Alex doesn't need to go back to Red Bull where they mistreated him already. Go to Ferrari. Try something it's new. It's true. But I, yeah, I, I agree, but I don't, I just feel like he still has a Red Bull logo on his, on his well, gear. Well, that's like so. the Thai Red Bull, though. It's completely different yeah. entities. So. I do agree, but like, Red Bull. Yeah, Red Bull. yeah he's still sporting their logo, like, uh, kind yeah. of. But yeah, no, yeah. I, I want Liam back in Formula One. I want, uh. I don't want Alex at Ferrari immediately. I think that he still needs car development with William. So I need Alex to Ferrari and I need Liam Lawson back in Formula One and I need Daniel Ricciardo in a good car. And that's just everything that I currently want. So I don't know about you, but yeah, Alex to Ferrari, but only after a couple of years of doing development with Williams and just making sure that, you know, they as a team, are slaying because currently he's doing so well with them. And I love the direction that him and James Isles are going in. And I think it's working really, really well. Get his confidence back up. Yes. And then Ferrari. Okay. I can get down with that because I think James is leading this Williams team to be another top tier team. Um, the progress has been amazing. Even with only one driver really making a dent. Sorry, Logan. I love you. But we do. We love Williams a lot. It, it we is. have some friends at Williams, so we love them. And yes, we we love everyone that I've ever met at Williams. Like hands down, guys. Williams the are best. the coolest people to hang out. We with. love them, hands down, hands down. Like I've never had more fun at an F one race. And they're just so kind. They were just after so lovely. Yes. So yeah, Williams, yeah. we love you. So in case you guys are wondering. They're the best. Um, but I think it's perfect. I think it's perfect to for him to be there, for him to develop this car. And William's got a gift. William's got a gift. Like, 
Red Bull gave Williams a gift. Maybe that's the way I should say. Absolutely. But I'm looking forward to see what happens if Logan stays in Formula One. Yeah. If Logan gets kicked out. My like, thoughts on Logan. I was shocked that they kept him. I was they really shocked him, that they kept like, him as well. I was like, yeah. I was like, you yeah. didn't you didn't want Mick Schumacher, but you'll you'll have him. Cause like he's I think it's sponsorship. Yeah. The shunt value that has come from Logan in comparison to Mick is actually higher. I believe so. But yeah, yeah it's all about the sponsorships, I guess. So Yeah. Yeah, because I think their majority owner is a like hedge fund or private equity group or something like that here based in the US. So I think like they were I think it might be part of like, hey, give them another year. That's what I'm saying. But Logan, we're giving you one year more. One. I didn't, get even, one chance. I didn't even give you another year. Yeah. I didn't even give you another year. And you uh, grew up like down the street from where I am right now. But I was just like, listen, I rooted for you. I hyped you up and you broke my heart. I can't take that many heartbreaks. I have Mercedes heartbreak and you heartbreak. Yeah. What do you guys have to like not break my heart this year? Exactly. So I'm rooting for both. Um, but I, I'm not sure if he'll he'll stay through the whole entire season. We'll see what happens. But now that we're talking about this, let's talk about our race predictions. The words for out of my mouth. I was this like, season. As we reach Before the we end wrap- of our episode, we're on yes. the same wavelength. I was like, so as we reach the end, let's do our race predictions, you know? Like what <laughs> season predictions, sorry. Because yes. what's going to happen? Top three drivers. Top three drivers. Um, I think it goes without P3. saying. Three. P three, P three, build up. P three. Hmm. Charles Leclerc. Ooh, yeah. Oscar Piastri. Ooh. Oh, like that no, one. That's a hot thing. My answer. No. No, you can't. I'm I can't do it. it. I already said it. No. Um. Okay. I like that. I P2? really, really like Oscar. In the top three. P2, Max Verstappen. Me too. Me too. I love this. I love this. Wait, do you see why? Like, we're across on the other sides of the world, but our brains are wired the same. Exactly. P1, I think we all. P1? Sir Lewis Hamilton. Mr. Hamilton? Sir Lewis Hamilton. I need it. I need for him to have a good season. Mercedes. Yes. Put some juice yes. in that W15, please. <laughs> please, please. If you need some help, like we're free of charge. Exactly. She's a scientist. Please. I'm a formulation scientist too, so I don't know what I could help with, but maybe I can help with something. Something. I mean, I can root you guys on. I don't know. I'll think outside the box. Exactly. Any opportunity, please, to even just get a glance at Mr. Hamilton. And let's do our Constructors Championship, P1. I mean, let's do backwards. P3. McLaren. Does that work? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be. Yes. It could be. McLaren. I reckon. I I say Red Bull. (gasps) Ooh. But they've been developing the cars since last year, but we don't know. How that's going to go for them. So. I don't think, I think Checo is going to continue to fall down the pitfalls of hell. And so if Lewis wins the championship okay, Piastri's P3, then I think the math is math P3. Yeah. 
Okay, I'm picking up what you're putting down and I like it. I like it a lot. P2. P2 Ferrari. That fits you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I say, I say Mercedes. Okay. Who's going to be P1? McLaren. Ah. Their car development has been insane. And you know how they're in their reputation era now. Yes. Slay. Yes. Um, what will we see? What will we see from it? Because it, it can't be a flop after you pull a stunt like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. It can't be a flop. And and that's why I think that I personally think that P3 and P4 will be McLaren drivers yeah. in the championship. And I think them being in that place will put them in P1 and the constructors. constructors. That's it's about that's time. That's where my brain is. I mean, it's about time. I, I know. obviously think that, you know, it's going to be a Mercedes because I'm a Mercedes girl. But, yes. um, yeah, I would love to see it. And they're part of the Mercedes I would love, yeah. And they're part of the Mercedes family, so whatever. I would love to see Mercedes P1, but I think even Lewis would appreciate seeing McLaren, McLaren yeah. P1 and the Constructors Championship. Yeah, because he has such a long-standing yeah. tie with them, right? So exactly. like, they're his family too. And if it's going to make Lewis happy, exactly. then it makes me happy. Absolutely. So we have one more thing that we're going to do in this episode, and that is we are going to let you guys know our five oh, uh, yes. dream guests. Yes. And it, once we have all of these guests on our show, we will have said, we'll we've off. made it. We've made it. We'll come back to this yeah. episode. We'll but circle we'll, back. We'll and be like, oh, check, yes. check, check. But we'll also be completely unhinged oh, once we reach all the, all the drivers. Oh, so yeah. let's start. Actually, I thought about this and I might have changed my my numbers. But let's just jump in to number five. I want okay, I'm putting him down the list because there's other people that I would like above him. But Lando Norris, because I just need to give him a pep talk. I gotta sit him down and be like, stop doing that. Okay? Just because sometimes I love you yes. on the internet doesn't mean I hate you. Okay, so stop acting. Like a fool, <laughs> like you're gonna win. It's coming. Relax, relax. Bring in yes. positivity. Yes, for me, it's Nicole Piastri. Yeah, I want. I, I, We've got big plans for you, Nicole. Yes, yes, yes. We're already like manifesting them. Exactly. So sh that's why she's my number five. I, and I put her at number four. So she's. I'm moving her up. She's, she's so yours. Lando. All these PS yeah, yeah. coming before Lando. No, I feel like we're turning into a McLaren team. I know what is going on. Even though we're what is happening? Because my my P or my P four. Look, I'm just using lingo. Um, my four is Zach Brown. What have we become? Number one, I kind of think it would be fun to interrogate him and just give him oh, a hard absolutely. time about what he did, even though we're like McLaren fans and we like, I personally appreciate that he follows me on Instagram. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate that. Um, pl please follow Kimmy. She's my best friend and yes, she's she really cool. <laughs> and um, yeah, I just feel like I want to ask him about the tattoo. And... Oh my God, wouldn't that be some juicy gossip? 
Oh, I know. Just need to know what he thinks of that tattoo. I know. So that's what, like, that's three McLaren teammates. Three McLaren. This is yeah. Team McLaren. Yeah. For our <laughs> yeah. Well, I've told you this before, but I would love to have Andrea Stella on so I could be like, and how do you feel about having Zach Brown take all your credit? You know, because you're the team principal, but he's getting all the light. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. So maybe we are a McLaren I swear podcast. What? I don't know. Because we Amazing. talk about them a lot. I mean, yes. we do love them, so whatever. Yes, yes. And so three, number three, third number. Daniel Ricardo. <laughs> Hello? Oh my god, yeah, even <laughs> it's just but yeah, I, I would this love is, to speak to yeah. Daniel. I would love to get to know firstly how he felt about the McLaren situation. And then maybe we should just have a dual episode and surprise Zach. Literally, <laughs> oh my god. And be like, surprise, we're getting Zach's uh tattoo lasered off and look at his reaction. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Oh, that would be amazing. For me, it would be Max, just because I know he hates doing um, stuff like this. Doing this. So if he came on our podcast, knowing who we are, that would be stunning. It would feel amazing. But I feel like we it need would to be have like Max and Daniel's episode, episode together. <laughs> like they need to be in the same room as yes. each other because the, yes. Daniel just brings out this whole other side of Max that you're like, where did you come from? Who are you? Yes. But yeah, exactly. no. So we need to shove them so in. So number room. two? Number two. Number two. Oh my god, this is such a tough one. Oscar Piastri. I didn't already say him, did I? No, I didn't. Oscar Piastri. No, this is a f- in case you hear the revving in the background, that's just my friend trying to show off his car. Um we love fast guns. Oscar Piastri too, and this is a Actually became a McLaren podcast in case you haters who thought it was gonna be all about Lewis. Surprise, surprise. It's all about McLaren. <laughs> Plot twist. But honestly, like I we have big plans for Oscar because like us, he's an Aries. His birthday is two yes. days after ours. So we're April 2nd. What is he? The fourth? Yeah. So yes. how stunning would it be to have a birthday episode? featuring Oscar Piastri and everything's aligning because my birthday is a couple of days after the Melbourne Grand our birthday is a couple of days after the Melbourne Grand Prix so yeah we could sort that that would be a dream come true yes Mr. Zach Brown if you're listening we've said so many nice things <laughs> yes. about McLaren yeah we really love, we you, love guys. you my yes. eyes like twitching as and I say Zach Brown I love you yeah. I yeah. <laughs> Maybe, maybe you guys play cricket in yeah. Australia. Give us a lesson. I feel like that would be fun because I, or I'll I, give everybody I a lesson. Oscar and I will do the lessons, and everybody yes, else. Yeah, I. Well, Lando would know. If Lando you, would know about cricket. Absolutely. Yeah, and Daniel would be and fun. Dan, exactly. Um, and Max, then you would just have you need me, to see him play some cricket. Me, Zach. And Zach, two Americans that know. I'm assuming he knows nothing about cricket. I would love to. The be most proud. I know about, and the most I know about cricket is I remember playing it in like elementary school for like a week. We would play a different a different sport. That's crazy. But I was like, blown my mind. Yeah, 
for like, but it was like a week when I was seven years old or eight years old. So I don't really remember. I just remember there's pegs in the middle for some wickets. reason. They're called wickets. They're like and the three sticks. Paddle. Anyway, yeah. I feel like this is a great birthday episode in Australia. I will buy my ticket. Just give us a call. Let us know that you and Oscar teach us. And it's just Zach and me, two Americans being taught how to play cricket and just like unhinged commentary. I need it. I need it in my life. And you know what? We're going to single-handedly change everybody's minds about cricket. Which, to be honest, there's going to be the Cricket World Cup being held in the USA this year. Like, So there's different forms of cricket. Um, and the short form of the game is going to be the World Cup is going to be held in the USA this year. How crazy is you that? You need to send me... Yeah, you need to send me a link. I am going to attend this. Absolutely. I will give possible. you all the details. I will attend. And um, yeah. You know, if they need me there, I'm happy to be there. But I mean, yeah, honestly, you know me, I'm always like DMing people and networking and being like, hey, do you need someone? Because I feel like this isn't a big sport, but uh, my podcast co-host. And let's make, let's it, happen. make it happen. Exactly. And yeah. now I think everybody knows what we're going to say. It's our number, number one. one. And yeah. um, yeah. it comes as no shock. Uh, but not a surprise room in the house, not a surprise room in the house, not a surprise ear on the pod. Exactly. Listeners. Everybody knows what we're going to say. Sarah Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. Lewis Hamilton. Yes. Our man. Our man. Yes. Like he is just you the dreamiest of dream guests. <laughs> yes. Um, I think I would collapse if I had the opportunity to interview him. I'm a little... But I'd collapse I'm a little afterwards. overwhelmed just thinking about it. I'd hold myself together <laughs> and then I'd collapse after. I will say he ran past me at Coda, yeah. like going from the garage to the hospitality because I was by Mercedes Hospitality and I looked up because I felt energy coming. And like my heart was like fluttering, not only because I was like, who's coming towards me, but like it was him. And I just was like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Because when that what man. What do you do in running, that situation? I mean, walking, I could, like, adjust and, like, kind of comprehend, but he was, like, sprinting, because I think he was probably going to the F1 Academy girls uh, and doing that, He was, it late was in between something. sessions. Yeah, he was late. And I was just like... And he was like, oh, I gotta go, but we gotta go see my girls. Yeah. Yes. But we both had sunglasses on, so we could make eye contact. And I will we'll die on this hill that if we had made eye contact while he was running a bye, and he had to, like, dodge around me... That it's all about the eye contact, you know? It's all about the it eye contact. It could have happened. Look, like we've but discussed, anyway, if yes. I can't have him, I'm more than happy for you to have him. So, you know. Same, same, happens, same, same. It happens. But yeah, how exactly. exciting. This was our first episode. I, and I think I had I, so much fun. I don't know about you. I did too. But No, I had a blast. This is going to be amazing, and yeah. I know. People, you need to hit us up to let us know what you want to see on the podcast, because we have so many ideas, we have so many fun things that we're yes. going to introduce, probably from when the season starts, or, you know, a couple of episodes in, but for now, we're trekking along, we're trying to make things happen, and we want you guys right exactly. there with us, and yeah, I can't wait to see where this journey takes us, because I already love working with you. It's amazing. Exactly. And also, I want to drop this tidbit. We have a 2024 Formula One bingo, bingo card that yes. we are, we're putting out. Yes. And it's going to be in our links in our, um, I have to say, 
in our social media. I will try to link it in the podcast notes. I'm not exactly sure how to do that yet. So just if it's not there, go to our social media profiles, but download it. It's just there. Exactly. You post it on social media and then you can tick off your, Share your bingo boxes cards on, with us. And then yeah. we'll all tick off our boxes together. Together. And then we haven't figured out what the special gift is, but we're working on it. Exactly. We're working on exactly. it. Exactly. We'll think of something. I feel like I feel like like signed merch from someone Absolutely. is like we could sort that. a good a, yeah, yeah. It'll be right? something right, good. It'll be something good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but please join us on this. It'll be fun and a fun way to interact. And um also want to see your predictions, yes. whether our predictions match exactly. and whether our fan, our followers and listeners' predictions match our own. And who has the most unhinged predictions is what I'm, I'm so really looking And I just and I, feel like, and I feel like before we end this, I feel like what we should promise is that we will read the most unhinged predictions. Oh, yeah. So make sure you tag us when you post oh, yeah. your bingo card because I think that could be a whole hour episode. Please. So I need to see. I need to hear it. I, as the as the <laughs> queen of the unhinged, come come to me. But yeah. yes. So I guess I guess that's it for our first yeah, episode. This is, this is us signing off. I know. I guess we'll see you next week. And we all we do know our second episode will have a special guest. Exactly. So and I'm so excited weren't... for you guys yes. to listen to that and episode. If, it was amazing. And if you aren't completely convinced that you should follow us, you should just listen to the next episode because that will seal the deal. Absolutely. So we'll leave you on that cliffhanger. And, yes. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. I don't know. We need a cool sign. We need a cool signing off thing. So. We'll figure it out later. Yeah. Bye. Bye.